And when maternity leave was over, I kind of didn't feel comfortable going back full time, but I didn't feel comfortable being a stay-at-home mom either. Not knocking either of them, just knowing that they weren't, they just didn't feel right. They didn't sit right for my life. Mm -hmm. Um, We also lived on the East Coast. We had no family there. None of our friends had kids. So it was a whole new journey that I just, I didn't know how how to go on it. Welcome to episode number nine, Juggling Motherhood with Michelle Christine Photography. Her and I are diving in on what it's like being a mother and also owning a photography business. Can't wait to share. So buckle up, grab your coffee, and let's dive in. You're listening to the Cameras and Coffee Podcast with Kara Haynes, a light and airy conversation about everyday life so you can listen and learn from entrepreneurs. Here's your host, photographer, educator, and mentor, Kara Haynes. Michelle is the face behind the camera at Michelle Christine Photography. She has been in business officially for two years and is based in the Ada Grand Rapids, Michigan area. She's had a love for photography since she was a little girl. During college, she took many photography classes, but had no idea how to parlay it into a career. Fast forward 20 years, many moves, a husband, two kids, a dog, careers in graphic design and account management, and the itch of taking pictures that never went away. She's the one I talk to whenever trying to figure out technical photography things and the one I seek validation from for work, motherhood, and life balance. I'm excited to welcome my friend and colleague, Michelle Smigelski. Michelle, welcome to the show. I'm so excited you're here. Um, We definitely talked about this in the past, and so it's good to finally have this happen. I know this is like... This is torture for me. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's good. I mean, it's basically a conversation between you and I that we have on a daily basis. It's it's a good thing. I just, it's hard to be recorded, but I'm here. I'm here for it. I'm here for you. So yes. let's do this. I know. So good. So to start off, let's talk about what we're drinking today. Um, this is called the Cameras and Coffee Podcast for a reason, but I think um, we should talk about what you're having today because coffee is not necessarily your drink of choice. So coffee is not my jam. Like I said, I would do a chai tea latte all day, every day, but too much sugar, too much calories. So I am <laughs> stuck on Coke Zero, like way too many of them yes. all day, every day. <laughs> yes. And we did a photo shoot a while back with you in the Coke Zero. So that was really fun. Loved that. And your yeah. branding, that was that hilarious. and they took the sign down. We went to the Coke yes, fac- warehouse factory. Well, now they have a new one and it has like a whole new name on it because it's the bottling plant. But yes, that was so good. Um, maybe we should start off by talking about like how you and I were connected because it's kind of fun and interesting. And do you even remember? <laughs> I do. I tend to lop onto people whether they want me to lop onto them or not. And I remember, I think you put out a cast, like a call for on a Facebook group. Yes. For like, headshot swaps. And then you just never got rid of me. (laughs) Yes. So we got together. I think it was, um, it's probably about two years ago. It was mid from now. So yeah, it, well, it was like 2021, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And so we got together in January of that year and got together to swap some headshots, which yeah. I mean, win-win for photographers. No, I know. (laughs) Everyone should do this. Like it just makes sense. (laughs) And then let each other edit your own photos. Um, and then I yeah. think you put out a call for like, hey, I want a lifestyle session. Who's yeah. up for it? And I said, me, because my family ironically does not like to get their picture taken. <laughs> so I kind of 
hired Kara to come on over and didn't tell my family until about 20 minutes before the session. I did not know that. Maybe a day. Maybe <laughs> Is that why your husband day. was like working on the dryer and everything Pretty when much. I came over? Oh my gosh. So funny. So. <laughs> um, yeah, that was fun. That was fun. And I think too, like you and I, we had one other person that was with us, but like when they left, you and I just kept going and we were like, let's meet up again. This was fun. And yes. we loved each other's style and nothing against that photographer. It's just you and I just really clicked. And so, yeah, it's been fun. And since then, we haven't been able to get rid of each other. I know. I know. It's just a match made in heaven. <laughs> yes. And now we probably text daily, I think. Oh, absolutely. Along with another friend of ours. And so, yeah, that's super fun, which I got to get her on the podcast sometime soon. Um, someday. Someday. Not all three of us will get off topic very quickly. <laughs> yes, we would if we were all together. <laughs> so today we're talking about juggling motherhood and running a business, which is very difficult. <laughs> I think we can all agree. And if you're listening, you're most likely listening because you're in the same boat um, or want to know what it's like. So we're going to talk today about that. And so, Michelle, why don't you tell listeners where you're at in motherhood? Like, what? how many kids do you have? Um, what are their ages? And we'll go from there. So I've got two kids, two boys, very rambunctious, a seven-year-old and a nine-year-old. They're about 20 months apart which made it very hectic in the very beginning because two in diapers and two in everything. And then we just got a new puppy. He is a little over four months old. So we threw that into the mix. Oh my gosh. And he's so cute. <laughs> I mean, he's adorable, but he's large. He's at least 35 pounds now. Oh my um, and he's still a puppy. <laughs> he's still a puppy. There's a lot of potty training. Um but I like to say I'm queen of the house because I'm nice. the only girl there. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. And your kids do have a lot of energy. I've witnessed that myself. They're fun though. They, yeah, they're fun. <laughs> they have a lot of energy. I, I kind of, I mean, let's be honest, they rule the house. I don't tell them that, but. Hopefully I'm, they don't listen to this. <laughs> no, don't listen at all kids. <laughs> they wouldn't. I'm not cool. Okay. According to that. Oh my I'm gosh. Not cool. I love it. Yes. And then for me, I have two kids as well. Their ages are 14 and 12. Um, when this airs, one of mine will then be 15. Oh my gosh. Driver's training. Like we're, we're kind of going through that phase right now. Intense. Yes. So he, you know, he's always been really good at, um, that kind of stuff though. Like even as a kid, we'd go to like, um, one of those, like, uh, not Halloween, like pumpkin patch things and they have like the little train thing that you ride and he's the one focusing on the wheel and like checking everything. And, um, and when you see all those other kids, they're just like free, like waving to their parents, whatever. He's like focused. Like since he was like 18 months old, that's always been him. So I'm not very worried about him as a driver. I think, I think he'll be good. It's just the mom tense of oh, yeah. during that learning process is there's patients there that I'm not sure my control issues can handle. <laughs> I think my grandma taught me how to drive because my mom was too anxious to. Yes. My mom used to sit in the back seat. I don't, think, I don't that's think that's allowed. legal. I don't think so. <laughs> She'd have my friend right up front with me and she's like, I can't handle it. It's just the anxiety of it. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So good times. Shout out mom. <laughs> it was a different Moms, time They're back just then. amazing. Yes. I mean, it's been Years and years, we're not even going to go there. But anyway, <laughs> so we're going to start off um, as we talk about this today. Um, 
when you first started having kids, well, let's like back, let's backtrack. Like where, where did you start? Like, what's your degree? Like what? So where'd you start? I have a degree in graphic design with, they called it like a concentration in photography only because I found photography classes later on in my college career. And I just, I was paying for it and it was so expensive. I couldn't restart. I couldn't start everything Mm, over. And my minor was in psychology, which really just means I took a bunch of psychology classes that were like specific numbers. And so I've got a minor in that. And I was a graphic designer for many years. I had my first child. And when maternity leave was over, I kind of didn't feel comfortable going back full time, but I didn't feel comfortable being a stay-at-home mom either. Not knocking either of them, just knowing that they weren't, they just didn't feel right. They didn't sit right for my life. Mm-hmm. Um, we also lived on the East Coast. We had no family there. None of our friends had kids. So it was a whole new journey that I just, I didn't know how to how to go on it. So I started going part-time as a graphic designer. And a few years later, Cooper, well, not many years, 20 months later, Cooper came along and we moved a couple times ended up in Michigan and we I got a call one day and I got asked if I wanted to be an account manager so I moved on to account management which I knew at that time was a good move because I was as far as I could as a designer and is this even what you asked I don't even know <laughs> yes okay. like where you started okay where um, I started yeah so I knew account management would be good because it would just give me a whole different set of skills that I didn't have and I actually was pretty good at it. So I, but then at that time, both kids started going into school, COVID hit. And I just, again, it just didn't sit right. This wasn't what I wanted to do. So I, and the whole time I was taking pictures, I was the Montag, like that whole entire cliche oh, yeah. <laughs> that we all kind of fall over, fall into. Uh-huh. She's got a camera. Let's have her take pictures of yes. us. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I finally, my kids stopped letting me take their pictures. So someone had to, Uh and then this is where I am. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, that's definitely kind of the cycle I took as well. My, um, my degree is in early childhood, which is kind of funny. (laughs) I don't use my degree anymore. I taught preschool for 10 years and realized that it was too much mentally draining, Um, My kids were the same age when I was doing that. So it was literally like going to work with my kids all day with kids, even on the way home, they're in the car. Like I just never got a break and never got a mom break. And when you're that young, I mean, I had my first kid at 20, 22. So like it was, it was mentally draining and I just realized I needed a change. I couldn't sustain this. Like it was just a lot. And, um, and yeah, it was just, I mean, I think back to those days and I couldn't even like, we had a house where like, there wasn't even a lock on the bathroom door. So I'm like, mom never got a break. (laughs) I, I totally understand. (laughs) Yes. yes. It's like, you just want to like crawl into a hole. I think too, like, I think back to all that time and really I value, I value that more. And we're going to talk more about that, um, further on, but yeah, it, it. I just went through all of that, and then I finally found myself a desk job once my oldest was in school, and realized like, okay, 
I can sustain this. Like I can actually think like I don't have kids running around. My brain isn't like all over the place. And then, um, to just like throw all that into a wrench, it was just another job that was super mentally taxing after a while you realize like that high stress volume. And that's when I realized like, if I wanted to also be a mom, but then also work, which like you said before, there's nothing wrong with being a stay at home mom. I just felt like I wasn't contributing. That was like a personal thing for me where I was like, I got to do something because I got to contribute it, contribute to the partnership between my husband and I. And I just felt like I wasn't and he's never put that guilt on me. It's just like, I don't know. It's just me. I think it's because I'm driven. And so like, it just makes me feel like I'm not. I just always knew I would work. I think as a kid, I mean, I was the kid who loved school and I was going to go to college and my MBA and all this, which I never got, but I just knew I would always work. The question actually was, would I have kids? It was never, would I work? It was, you know, cause I was, I mean, I, I never cleaned. I never cleaned a toilet until my 20s. Oh my gosh. I was so pampered. <laughs> like, so like I didn't know how to cook. I didn't know, you know, how to keep a house clean. I didn't do laundry. Like there was so much I didn't do that oh I think goodness. I remember my Nana being like, you need to do these things so you can have kids and a husband. <laughs> I was like, but someone's doing them for me. Yeah. Right. Um, That's definitely something I'm trying to instill in my kids, especially yes. my son. Like, learn to do your laundry. Like your future wife will thank me someday. <laughs> Absolutely. I, my kids have way more chores than I did. And I'm yeah. not saying that it was bad, but um, how I grew up, it was very peachy. Yeah. But I just, I just always knew I would work. Um, and I think like, like you, like I didn't get a break. We lived away from all family. Mm -hmm. So, and my husband had a very taxing job. He still does, but at the time he was working from six thirty in the morning till seven o'clock at night. So oh, it was yeah. me and this child, yeah, all day. And I and then worked. throw another one in, yes, and then <laughs> throw the another one in. Months. Oh my goodness! Um, yeah, so it was like my yes, working was my break. Yeah, yeah, and I and I got that too when I was working my desk job. It felt like that was my me time, and it was good in a sense. But then when it got so stressful, it's like I would come home and I wouldn't have my best self again. And so like, that's when I realized, okay, like I really need to focus on what's best for me. And that was when I realized working part-time was really good. Um, and if, if listeners go back to like episode number one, I talk about my photography journey, but uh, the, this was when I decided like, okay, I think photography part-time is like a good outlet for me because it gives me that creative outlet, which I've always had that creativity and needing something to like just um, pour that into. And so that was when I decided like photography could be that part-time gig. And then the other time could feel like I'm still bringing something in, even though my photography at the time wasn't bringing in a whole lot. It was more like the joy factor. Um, but yeah, it was, that was definitely a transition. Um, well, and I for think me. you hit something on the head with creativity. I know I didn't realize something was missing for so long and it was the creativity part. Mm -hmm. Like even as a designer, I was more, I was a lot more production. So there really wasn't a creative outlet as much as I had wanted there. Yeah. Um, account management, there was no creative outlet. So there was something that just didn't sit right and I couldn't put my finger on it for a very long time. And it was that I wasn't being creative. And I wasn't fulfilling something I, like you said, I needed. And I think as moms, we always 
most of us will push ourselves aside Mm -hmm. and put Mm -hmm. everyone first. And once we finally decided to settle here in Michigan and really like put some roots down, I made the decision to not put my necessarily put myself first, but put myself up a little higher on the pole of the totem pole of life because I knew that for everyone else to be happy around me, I had to be happy and I had to do something that I felt filled me and creativity was what filled me. Yeah. That's definitely something I've learned over the years, especially since like my husband and I were dating from like high school until like our twenties and then got married and had kids like right away. And so like, it's those formative years of discovering who you are. And so like, I feel like once I hit 30, that's when I discovered who I was, which is crazy because you take that whole mom role and you do, you set yourself aside and that's where you um, pour all your energy into. And so like, while my friends were off having fun and like living in apartments together, whatever, I was like raising a family. So it was all, it was a lot. So yeah, when, when I got to my thirties, I'm like, this is what I want to do. And now I'm realizing like, okay, this is where I need to go with this. And this is how I need to, um, keep myself sustained and like know myself more, which is really good. Um, but yeah, that's like a lot of, a lot of that, um, where, where we've gone and come to now. But, um, tell me like, what does your day-to-day look like right now, Michelle? Like now you're both, your kids are in school and you, well, actually let's backtrack to like the last year. Like what has changed for you in the last year? Oh my gosh. So much. I feel. <laughs> <laughs> Try and think that far back. So, it's probably been a year and a half, right? Yes. More than a year. Okay. So, yeah. So I, we lost a dog. We gained a dog. Both of my kids are in school full time now. Um, and I've gotten very busy yes. with my photography Well, you business. transitioned too. You were working part-time for a company and then now yes. you're working for yourself. Now I'm full time working for myself. <laughs> so it's like more than full time. It's funny. Like those of us who think like I'm going to work for myself, so I'm not working as much and that is like the lie we tell ourselves. It's like once you start working for yourself, you work more than you ever have because you can't just like leave it at the door. It's I have like, never worked more. Yes. <laughs> ever. Even my kids will be like, mom, you work so much. Actually, Andrew's like, mom, you need to work less so you can do the dishes more often. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's like, when you're like, what am I teaching these kids? <laughs> well, it's because he that's their job is to yeah. do the uh-huh. dishes. Uh-huh. Um, so my data, it changes depending on the season. So this was the first year my kids stayed home every day with me in the summer. That was rough because I love them yeah. dearly, but there was no time apart and mm-hmm. I did not plan that well. Fall is busy season. So yeah. we can kind of, let's kind of maybe go through that because the kids are in school. We have more of a routine. Um, I'm the first one up. I will tell you, I'm the first one up every morning. I'm the last one to bed. Um, I get up before everyone else. I let the dog out because he's a puppy. He goes to the bathroom. The kids will wake up and I'll have my jacket on and my shoes because I know that there's multiple times that I have to take him out while I'm also getting them up and ready. (laughs) So they, they have a checklist. I give them a checklist and they know what they have to do in the morning. Doesn't always work. Mm -hmm. We have to revisit that checklist sometimes. Um, (laughs) But no, so I get the kids up and, you know, we get backpacks made and breakfast and hopefully teeth brushed and hair is <laughs> never really brushed. We get them off to the bus. I'll come home. And that's when I usually take the dog out again to get some energy out. 
I um, I have a sprained ACL, so working out has oh, not yeah. been part of my routine, but I do try to put that in during busy season. We need to revisit season. that in a moment <laughs> because, yes, yeah. we're both going through injuries due to this job. <laughs> yes, because it is. It's a physical job. Yeah. Um, so during busy season, there's usually a session in, or two during the week. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of editing. My weekends are full of sessions. So the kids go off. I pretty much will work most of the day. Um, like I said, either at sessions, I do a lot of school portraits. So either schools, families, or I'm sitting there editing or answering emails, which you would never realize a photographer has so many emails. Right. There's so much <laughs> behind the scenes work. Um, even my CPA was like, now that you're slow, maybe you should start reconciling those books in QuickBooks. I was like, oh, just just because we're slow season doesn't mean we're slow. Um, right. It just means that you're not like shooting as much. Yes. You're still doing all the work, the yes. business side of things. Yes. Um, so then the kids get off the bus, which pretty much ends my work day for the time being. Mm-hmm. I get them home. We start dinner, you know, usually friends. Our house is the cool house somehow, but usually friends <laughs> tend to so pile. Fun. I think your kids are fun. <laughs> my kids are fun. I am not fun. <laughs> Um, usually there's, you know, a four to six kids at my house running around. Um, Jeff comes home, we have dinner, then we fight with homework, mm-hmm. showers. Usually another kid comes over after that, or there's guitar or piano or football or lacrosse or some sort of sports. The kids will, will get the kids to bed. And especially during busy season, I will get back to work. Mm-hmm. Um, now that it's not as busy, there's still work at night, but I do get to every now and again watch a Netflix show. Or... <laughs> so that that's the days it's and weekends funny. are busy. Weekends, you know, that's where most families are available. So that's where many sessions are. Mm-hmm. I don't do weddings. Um, they're just too long of a day for me. Yeah. I know you love them, but I can't. <laughs> We've worked together on one before and you were like, never ask me to do this again. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yes. I... To each their own. Everyone has their, has their uh, niche. Right there. But yeah, I, I feel you. Cause like for my day to day, it's very, very different from you, but my kids are also in a different stage of life, but my kids are also not very full energy like yours are too. And mine are not, we're not a big sports family. So that's never really been something we've had in our schedule. But right now, like when my kids were in school, it was very similar to that. But now I'm homeschooling one of my kids. So this is like a whole new avenue for me. And it's very stressful. I feel like I'm finally getting since the beginning of the year. So it's been, what, four months now kind of getting um, a feel for like a routine. And I wouldn't even call it a routine yet because really we don't do the same thing. I'm not someone that likes to do the same thing every day anyway, like I could never work a job that was on an assembly line. I would be so bored out of my mind. Like the second day, give me (laughs) routine every day. I have to have change all the time. Um, but it is, it is something where like we get up, I try and get some work done before they wake up. Then they wake up, we get our schooling done what we can, but then half the time there's appointments and like all this stuff. But, um, and then usually it's like we, My oldest comes home from school and then um, off the bus and we'll have dinner and then I get a little bit more work done depending on what my husband has to do. And then usually then we get time to hang out together. It's just 
a lot. And um, yeah, it's just <laughs> the routine. I feel like I don't have a routine right now. Um, but we're getting closer. I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping in the new year that will be something more fluid for me where I'm trying to work that out. I'm really trying to focus on my mental health for my day to day and kind of figure out like what that looks like and like figure that a little bit more. Um, And the one I'm homeschooling right now, I feel like they're finally getting a little bit more independent in that. And so like, I can just like say, well, do this, this, and this, and then I'll work on this with you. So like, then I get a little bit more done in there too. So well, and kind of where we're at, but I like the self care that you brought up because oh yeah, it doesn't always have to be like a long period of time. Mm-mm. You know, like it could be. I sat down for I think fifteen minutes and read a couple chapters in a book yesterday, which I would never have done years ago in the mm-hmm. middle of a day. Oh yeah, it feels like you're being so selfish to like yes. take that time and just read. Yeah, I know it's crazy, <laughs> isn't, isn't it? Nuts, like. You think about the time you get to even be on your phone and it's always in like the weirdest moments. Like bathroom. Yes. <laughs> I'll just get to I mean, out there, let's guys. all be honest. Everyone takes their phone to the bathroom. If you don't, you're a rare one and kudos to you. But but I, like, I have to tell you, yesterday I got up and I went to the bathroom and it wasn't the kids who came in. It was the dog that came and sat on my feet. Oh. I'm like, no, this is my time to check my phone. <laughs> like, please leave. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, and see, and our dog is like my therapy dog because they're the one, like she, she's the sweetest old soul. <laughs> oh. She, we got her last year and she's an older dog. So, um, but she, she helps me with my self-care because it's like, I need to go for a walk too, like take time. Yes. Otherwise I would never leave my house. I'd be trapped at my computer all day long. And it's like, okay, she needs to go get some energy out. She needs to get some exercise. So let's go take her for a walk. And then times where I'm like super stressed, she'll just like snuggle with me. So like, it's those stages where <laughs> we're definitely in different stages, but it gets yes. to that point where it's like, okay. And that's for me, like when I think of mental health too, is taking those moments for me. Like when I realize, okay, this is like, a super busy season, but I need to take a break. So like the next day I'm like, I'm not working today, which really means I'm not going to work all day. Yes. It's (laughs) like, I'm not going to edit for six hours today. Yeah. So like, I'll tell people like I'm taking today off, like I'm not answering emails, whatever, but really I'm reading everything and looking through things, but then I'm like choosing not to respond right now because like, I just need mentally, like I need a break. I need to sit down and watch a movie or I need to like read a book or clean my house. That's the biggest one where I'm like, I need to take a moment. Like that is my self-care. Like, oh my gosh, I need to clean the bathroom today. Like, well, I don't even remember the last time I cleaned the bathroom because I've been so busy. So like, I do have a cleaning lady. Oh my gosh. But amazing. <laughs> I mean, because our house would never get clean, even though I used to love like putting my headphones on when no one was home and like yeah. belting out tunes and cleaning. I I do have a cleaning lady. That is a little bit of self-care. Um, and you know, what's nice is I don't have to fight anybody to get it done either. So also self-care there, like just admitting that we can't do it Mm -hmm. and let's just hire this out. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, and I think that when you think about self-care too, like outsourcing, and I know you and I have been on like two different paths with that because I'm all about, yeah, I'm going to outsource this, (laughs) like get this off my plate. But then you, you have like this 
hard time with it because you're like, yes. Well, and it's more of a monetary thing. And so like, that's where I'm trying to get better. (laughs) (laughs) But you do way better in the business side of things because of that, because you're so tight, tight with the money in your business. And so like, for me, I'm like, okay, next year I need to like up these prices so that I can spend more time doing this and outsource that. And so those are things where. Well, I think for me, one, it is a monetary thing, but two, it's also in a control thing, but it's also a creativity thing because Mm, yeah, like you definitely have a style light and airy. And I feel like I'm maybe more true to life, but then I was there. So I know. I feel like yours is very bold. Like Bold. in a good way, yes. And I just don't know if I can express that to someone else. And mm-hmm. I edit how I feel sometimes. Yeah. So if I pass that off to someone, it it doesn't sit easy with me. I would rather, yeah. like I have a CPA, like I know you don't, but I have a CPA because I would rather pass that off. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. That business side, pass that off. Um, <laughs> yes. I'm looking for a virtual assistant. That's yeah. my goal for 2023 is like, if I can, not that they're going to answer my emails, not that you're not going to reach me. That's not it. It's more just have someone between me and them saying, hey, guess what? Michelle's busy today. She mm-hmm. loves to hear from you. She'll get back to you. Please give her 24 hours. But in the meantime, can I help you with something? Mm-hmm. So I will always get back to you. That's kind of my goal. Yeah. No, I think that's a really great goal. I think a lot of times the control in that makes it a little difficult for sure because yes. <laughs> we all want to have control over the the little parts of our business that make it us. And so that's that's always the hardest. I agree. Hey, are you loving this episode so far? Me too. I have something I want to share with you though real quick. It's the greatest way I outsource for my business. Have you heard of the program called Fiverr? It's what I use for sending out digital content so I can get back to life and spend more time with my family. Fiverr is going to give up to $100 off of services, and all you have to do is use my affiliate link. Head over to the show notes and you can save now. Okay, back to the good stuff. And I'm a people pleaser, and I think you are too. Yes, I am. And in a sense, like I get to a point where if I'm pushed so far, I'm just like, this is what it is. It's like the mom in me comes out like, oh, well, like this is how it has to be. But I'm always trying to better my communication and like prepping people for expectations. And I think that's key in a business is like, because I've even had it and you and I will go back and forth on like the expectation point of like saying, okay, well, here's the process for my photography, but don't be surprised if you don't hear from me. Like, for this long because I'm probably doing stuff with my family and like keeping that the pivotal part of your business where you're like, I'm a mom too. So like, it's, it's not like I'm just gonna, um, be on every beck and call that you have. Like (laughs) I have to do more than just this business and like letting people know that like, yes, this is a business, but also like it's me. I'm only one person. It is. (laughs) And that's, I mean, that's what I kept saying. I think all fall, I am only one person because it is, it's, and part of the self-care that I've worked on is even like the self-care around the house. Like this might sound silly, but like leaving the dishes, Mm -hmm. right? Like leaving them in the sink. You don't like, I don't want to feel like I should do it. It's the shoulds that get me. Um, Yeah. I mean, it'll all get done at some point and whether it's me or someone else and it's delegating, like my poor husband comes home and he will have 12 loads of laundry to fold. But I'm like, we had this agreement. I, I clean the laundry, you fold it, the boys put it away. And 
it works. It might sit for a few days, but it works. And if it takes just a little bit off of me at home yeah. to give to my business and to the kids and to the family, that that's self-care. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think that too is like figuring out where to balance. Because I know you and I have talked like a lot too, like of being that homemaker and feeling like when we're working from home, like the pressure of like doing the at-home stuff and handling all the appointments because we have a more flexible schedule where we can go and do things like that. And I think a lot of times that is something where we take that burden on of like, okay, well, now I have to do all of this, but then when am I going to get work done? (laughs) And for me, like, at night. Yeah. Yeah. And when that's everyone's where, sleeping. Yes. And that's where like we've definitely gone where I'm like, okay, well, if I'm doing the homeschooling thing, like I have to do more work at nighttime then so that I can balance that out and actually get stuff done. So it's definitely there. And I know my husband always keeps me in check where he's like, um, boundaries, boundaries, like where I'm answering emails on the weekend. He's like, boundaries. <laughs> so I'm like, yes, thank you. Like, I don't like hearing it because I hate being told what to do. But at the same time, I'm like, yep, you have to keep me in check. But it's a good, it's a good reminder. And my husband, like, I, I don't know about you, but if I edit at night, everything turns out really dark and then I have to re-edit it all. It's so funny. So You're like, I'm feeling very dark tonight. It is. It's very, like, everything's really dark. And I'm like, ooh, those highlights are real. Like, there's nothing there. Anyways, so like my husband, and sometimes it's hard for me to think out of the box, which I hate that phrase, but um, he'll be like, well, why don't you just go to bed at a decent time and then wake up at 630? And instead of getting the kids ready, I will get, ask me. And I'm like, I never thought to ask, (laughs) or I never thought about that. Like, because we do, we're so used to taking all of it on. Mm Mm-hmm. And at the appointments, oh my gosh, dentist appointments and yes, doctor's appointments and flu shots and yeah, hockey practice and guitar lessons and oh my gosh, oh my gosh, yes, it oh, adds up. so much. Well, it's funny because I find that time where I'm like at an appointment, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna edit while we're at that appointment. <laughs> like, I'm just like finding little pockets of time, like where can I get this done? And so that's when I've and I have not found a great outsource editing platform that I can trust yet yeah. that's affordable for me in my business where I'm at right now. And I think that's the hardest thing is like, okay, do I have to like up my prices like a ton just to like give myself me time? So it's finding that balance is hard. Like, it and I is. think as photographers too, we like have this tendency where we want to take as much as we can because we want to prove ourselves. And so we end up taking on more than we really can handle. And then we're like, oh my gosh, like what, (laughs) what do I do with this? And so that's where I struggle. And I know like in my schedule, I literally, like if I have mini sessions scheduled, I literally have to block in my time, like do not schedule anything for this many days after, because I need to dedicate my time in those days. Like do not schedule another session. Like anything like that. Well, because you have to think, because even though mini sessions, you only get like 15 minutes with a person, if you stack 10 of them. Oh yeah. Think of how many photos, how much editing, how much calling, how many emails, how many galleries. Oh yeah. 
how many questions because people do ask, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of questions or like, I love my black and whites, but not everyone does. So yeah. I do get a lot of, can you turn this black and white back into color? Which is fine. I would honestly rather yeah. an ask than someone try to do it themselves. See, that's funny because I always do, if I do it in black and white, I always provide a color because I don't want to be asked. <laughs> I, so I used to do that, but I don't know if I turn it black and white, it's usually because I, it's something there that I feel even yeah, more. Like, it should be black and white. And Do not ask me to So it. no, no, absolutely not. Please ask. And if you need color to black and white, I would prefer you ask me oh, to change yeah. it because yeah. a printer wouldn't won't give you like the deep blacks and the oh yeah and the bright whites and everything will be gray. Yep. Um definitely yes. makes a difference. I totally get that. Yeah, it's yes, total it's, so many things to juggle. <laughs> so many. And really it all comes down to that bill of goods. I feel we were sold back in the well, for me, 80s, maybe 90s for you, <laughs> of you could have it all. Oh, yeah. But I don't think you can. No, nope, no. Nope. And it's funny because like you hear this phrase, balance is a unicorn. And it's so true because there really is no balance. There's no such thing. There's no such thing. It's all about, and this is what I, I heard this phrase, and I really value this phrase, and I'm trying to make it more of my motto, but you will always make time for the things that are important to you. And so I was like, you know, that is so true because like, if that is important, you're going to make time yeah, and you're going to move things around and like, yeah. Well, and I heard someone say something about balance. Like it's never going to happen. And it's, it's true because there's times in life where like the priority is my kids. And then mm-hmm. there's, then like, it'll switch to work. Like fall, my whole house knows fall priority mm-hmm. is work. That just is. Yeah. But then they also know that come the end of middle of November, like I, like I, I met you here, Kara, from volunteering at my kid's class for an hour and 15 minutes. So they know that I'm there, Yeah, you know, so now it's more of kids is the priority until Mm -hmm. January. And then January, it's going to, they're going to be back in school and, you know, it's going to flip. It's probably going to flip maybe more towards me, my mental health, because I'm going to be over PT and I can work a little more. It doesn't mean that I'm not working. It doesn't mean I'm not momming. It just means that, you know, yeah, something, there's something that's higher up than the rest. So let's talk about that a little bit, the PT thing, because that is something I've been going through. Like, so we're, we both have two different things. So mine is I'm having rotator cuff issues yes. and that is, we both have the same camera, some of the same lenses. They're heavy. <laughs> They're yeah. so heavy. And so like they just wear and tear on your well, body. Canon, Canon really fooled us. They were like, oh, they did. jokes on you. We're going to go mirrorless. It's so light. But guess what? We're not going to tell you we're putting all that equipment in the lens. Yeah. We're so putting the all the weight in there. Yeah. Lens <laughs> is just as heavy as the camera body used yes. to be. <laughs> yes. And I'm sure everyone who's on here is like, why Canon? Sony is the way to go. <laughs> everyone has their own pick, you know? And it's, I mean, really, it's, it all Sony does the same video. thing. It's just, yeah. It all does the same thing and it's all to each their own. But hey, yeah. I'm looking for I'm looking at a Leica to bring to Grand to the Grand Canyon. Oh goodness. So anyways, <laughs> let's go back to your rotator cuff. Yeah. So I mean, I've been going through therapy for that for quite a while. And I mean, for self-care reasons, like that is huge because I'm like, I want I don't want to stop what I'm doing, but I need to learn like 
how to do this and I don't want to have surgery on it. So like, well, what do your, I need to do here? Tell everyone so, how long of a day a wedding day is. Oh, for yeah. So a wedding day is anywhere. I mean, I'll schedule them like eight to 10 hours based on what the coverage needs are. But that doesn't mean like that's all I'm doing that day. Like that type of day is probably at least 12 to 13 hours because and, like I'm getting all of my stuff. I'm getting ready in the morning. I'm mentally preparing, making sure all my equipment's where it's at. And then when I come home, like I'm making sure all those images are backed up. And so like, there's so much more to it, but your body is like taxing all day long for that. And then you throw like the summer heat in that. Oh yeah. (laughs) Well, and think about like, you just think, oh, it's a camera, but it's not just a camera. Oh no. It's sometimes two cameras. It's a belt or a holster that has extra equipment, like extra lenses and extra batteries and a flash. Oh yeah. You throw that flash on there, ends up being what, like 12 pounds, which sounds like nothing, but then you add two on your, uh, well, I have like a spider holster. So like two on the hips and then you have that flash and you're holding it with one hand sometimes because you're just like balancing it. It's just, it's a lot. <laughs> it's it's a lot. It's a very physical job. And that's part of the reason I don't do weddings is that yeah. it's a long physical day. And there is such thing as the wedding hangover where the oh, next day, yes. <laughs> I am just no use to anybody. Oh, no. Nope. And it is real. I don't know how anybody does three in one weekend, two even in one weekend. Oh, no. Like they are a rare bird. I don't know. Well, but- in my my sprained ACL is because, well, one, I have bad knees, but, you know, I, I do do events and there was one event I did for seven days and I, I was, there was a lot of squatting because mm-hmm. you don't want to be in people's way. You want to kind of get in and out very quickly and yeah. quietly. Um, and so I was doing a lot of squatting and then I also do a lot of school portraits, which for me, part of like what makes mine successful, I feel, is I get down on their level. So oh, I'm yeah. constantly squatting, kneeling, sitting um, for hours on end. And I went to yoga class one day and I just overstretched it after all that oh event. Gosh, painful. <laughs> and pop oh. goes the weasel. <laughs> oh, no. Yes, but um, yeah, there's there's a lot that's involved, but yes, I think everything we can take away from this really like our conversation today is self-care is so important. And so like, that's something you really have to focus on, find what it is that you need to do to take care of yourself when you're trying to juggle all the things between work and business and all of that. And if you also work a full-time job and you're doing this, kudos to you because that is a lot more to deal with. Um, And if you're home with children all day long, you stay at home moms. (laughs) I give you so much credit because (laughs) I love my children dearly, but yep, it's a lot of time together. (laughs) Yes. Well, as we wrap up, Michelle, I just want to share with the folks here um, where they can find you on the web if they want to keep following Michelle Christine Photography. Uh, This will tell you how new I was at business back (laughs) MichelleChristinePhotography.com. That's log. So it's Michelle Christine with a K R I S T I N E photography.com. Um, and on Instagram and Facebook, it's Michelle Christine Photos. I am not on TikTok or any of that. I <laughs> I don't have dancing. the time. You don't want your kids to think you're extra cool. My my kids, let's put it this maybe way. Maybe if you were doing the dishes on TikTok. Maybe, maybe, maybe I should do that. <laughs> my kids were like, my mom's not cool. And their friends are like, dude, your mom's so cool. <laughs> You have a trampoline. 
and she explodes volcanoes. <laughs> and I'm like, told you. Not without that, not with that uh, torn ACL or sprained ACL, right? Yeah, no, I'm not jumping on the trampoline anymore. <laughs> but yes. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. I know that can be a little uncomfortable, but I think there's value in our conversation today. So thank you so much. And Thanks for having me. Yeah. And so if you want to follow more from today's episode, find it in the show notes at karahanesphotography.com forward slash podcast. Thanks for listening to the Cameras and Coffee podcast. Check out the show notes for this episode at karahanesphotography.com slash podcast. That's K-A-R-A-H-A-N-E-S photography.com slash podcast. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.